Nieves. Welcome to the Have You Seen This podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Wilson, here with my good friend and co-host, as always, Jake Spencer. What's up? And this is a podcast where we alternate weeks, choosing a movie that the other person has not seen, and then watching it through the week, and then talking about it on this show. The movie in question this week was Captain Underpants, the first epic movie from 2017, starring Kevin Hart, Thomas Middleditch, Ed Helms, Nick Kroll, Kristen Schaal, and Jordan Peele. It is a movie about two overly imaginative pranksters named George and Harold that hypnotize their principal into thinking he's ridiculously enthusiastic, incredibly dim-witted superhero named Captain Underpants. So, Jake, what was your... Like, did you read these books when we were kids, younger? I did not. You didn't? I did not. Did you know anything about this movie going into it? I had only seen the cover of the book, of like, maybe the first book. Like, I'd seen the book, but I'd never read it. Okay. So this was just a... 33-year-old watching a kid's movie for the first time. Yeah. I read these books when I was in elementary school. So, like, my mom, when the book fair would come to town in Miami at the the elementary school I went to, my mom Uh would come, and she would let me and my sister pick out one book. Uh, She would buy it for us. And I bought the first one, uh, Captain Underpants book, which, or she bought it for me. Uh, I picked it out. Yeah. Which is what this movie is based off of mm-hmm. uh, with Professor Poopy Pants. And it was such a cool book. It wasn't really like, there wasn't really that I remember like a lot of pictures in it. It was really kind of, it was a book. It was a, like a little kid's novel. And then at the end, right like they do in the movie, there is a flipporama. So you can, it's actually in the book. So you can look. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a flipporama in the book. So you can watch the fight scene. You just put your hand on the bottom. And you flip the page, and it animates the fight scene um, in the back of the book uh, during the climax. Yeah, I did not see this movie in theaters because, obviously, I was like 28 when it came out, and walking up and being like one by myself, one ticket to Captain Underpants, please for me wasn't something that I wanted to do. And also I thought it was going to be the, I thought it wasn't going to be worth seeing in the theater. So I just skipped it, but I did watch it like later that year, maybe on, it was on a streaming service for a little bit. Okay. And it turned out to be actually very funny. I thought it was really funny. Um, it was better than I expected it to be. And, uh, it was very true to the source material. Like they, 
That's good. They uh, didn't really. I mean, it's it's pretty innocent potty humor, but they didn't like oh, clean yeah. it up to where it was like overly innocent. There was still a lot of just it's just a lot of fart jokes. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of my story with this whole series. Uh, I think I had the first like four or five books of these uh, from when I was a little kid. I don't remember. I remember this one because some of them were like the titles were really, really long. It was like Captain Underpants and the incredibly incredulous plight of this, 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 and this, 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 and this with this, this. I mean, it was like a paragraph on the cover of a title. Oh, geez. So it was okay. just ridiculously funny, like stupid, okay. stupidly long titles. But uh, this was the one that I read the most because it was the first one that I got. Okay. So. So we'll just, from here, just hop right into our categories. The first category being, what did you not like about this movie or problems that you had with this movie, Jake? So I didn't have a lot. So I'll just start off with just saying overall, because I was just trying to get a grasp of how this was. I didn't I didn't write a ton. I tried to go in with like a neutral opinion. I couldn't find things to dislike or else it was just I felt like I was just being very nitpicky over a kid's movie like oh I don't like this because I'm an adult so I'm just like <laughs> so I deleted some of my dislikes I'm like okay but so I just had a couple and uh, I wrote friendship over they're just in different classes and they live next door I'm yeah. like separation anxiety is setting in early and then I wrote because I wrote that early on and then later on I wrote well they figure their own problem out later anyway so yeah that's the first thing I put is like they lived next door to each other and they didn't meet until kindergarten. That doesn't make much sense. I had, you know, I lived next door to my good friends, uh, Nathan and Eli Marquez. Um, oh, yeah. And mm, I met them. I think Nate, Nate's older than me. So I was like three or four. Nate was probably four or five. And Eli was two or three. And yeah. it was just like as soon as they moved in, met them. Because it's yeah. two, it was two boys my same age, and my parents were like, my son and daughter need to have friends. So look at these little, these are other little kids over here. Let's go see if they want to be friends with our kids. So that's how it was for me. Just as immediately well. met them because there's kids next door that are my age. So yeah. the fact that's that they, my, the myself. fact that they lived next door to each other and didn't meet until kindergarten was kind of confusing. Yeah. Um. My second and final one is a, it's mostly a, a joke. I said, this film villainizes single people, implying that being alone makes you a giant mean grump. <laughs> like when they're snooping through Krupp's house, I'm just like, it's very blatant that, you know, he has one chair, you know, two towels for him. You know, there's clearly an indentation on the side of the bed that's just him there. and He doesn't, you know, sleep on the other side. Dude, it's just like, in, in my, I put in all caps. Yo, Krupp's house is stocked up like my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch out. You're going to be a, a, a mean, a mean and, curmudgeon yeah, principal, principal at an elementary school soon. <laughs> you already said the one about the separate classes being the end of the world when they're at an elementary school for five. Like, we, You could probably assume these kids are probably like in third or fourth grade. So yeah. at most they have maybe three years left at this school and then they're going to be at a different school with a completely different principal. 
yeah. in a completely different structure. I mean, I don't know how your elementary schools worked, but like ours ended at grade five. It was like sometimes grade six. Yeah, it was like, but you were just in one. You just had you were the same class all one through five. So like my, I went to a pretty small elementary school, so there was one fourth grade class, one third grade class. Oh, so it was so, like the same thirty kids. Yeah, we had so we so because I I was kind of like a. I don't want to say a higher population or whatever, but, like, we have tons of elementary schools around town. But then, like, for mine, we had, like, say for my grade, we had, like, two classes. So there was, like, two third-grade classes, too. But they are right next door to each other. You know, they would be let out at the same time. Yeah. But then, like, so so let's just say if, if a principal really wanted to separate somebody, he would straight up recommend one kid being sent to a completely different school. But that's not likely to happen. Yeah, um... There was multiple, there was multiple elementary schools in Miami. A couple of them were bigger, and they had like yeah. multiple of the same grade. But my, my the elementary school that I went to was like, uh, had like a hundred kids total in it. Um, it was this one of the smaller ones. So, you know, once they get out of elementary school, then you're in, you're just thrown into middle school and high school, which is going to be a conglomerate of all the elementary schools going into the bigger public schools. So yeah. you would totally still be friends. Oh, of course. And then especially when you start getting into those middle school, uh, high schools, when you have all those different classes. So the likelihood of you being in every single same class, unless you blatantly pick all the same ones, you know, you might not have be in all the same classes. Anyways, yeah. That's just later on. Anyway, they're just, they're just young kids overreacting to one small thing. So. So I said that they dawdle too much when they get Captain America or not Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Underpants, uh, with the finger snap, dude. When they're first trying to figure out what to do, they catch him, and then they're just like, "So what should we do? I don't know what should we do." And then this time, they just let him wander off. It's just like, just snap your fingers, let him or spray him in the face with water, let him become crup again, and then figure out what happens because he's gonna realize he's out in public in his underwear and he's gonna go home instead of just letting him do more progressively crazier and crazier things in the town. Like attacking a big thing and probably almost dying. Inflatable gorilla. Yeah. And then my final one was at the very end when the the Shrinko Rama gun or whatever it is, the the gun that shoots yeah. everybody and changes them sizes. Uh they zap that guy and his dog, they zap the elementary school and make it really big and then really small, and they zap the house. Is that once they fix once they fix the elementary school, they just destroy the gun. They break the gun. They don't fix anything else. So that guy is just and that giant bird is still giant. Yeah, and that guy's still walking around with his dog that is like five times the size of him now because he got shrunk. Yeah, and they never talk came. about talk about the the crap end of a stick, dude. That'd be that'd be terrible. And they can't explain it away like, oh, when the gun is broken, the the things get reversed. That bird is still gigantic, and and so was the. Uh, the, the toilet. The toilet. The toilet. Mm. Um, so that was all of my dislikes. Like you said, it's a kid's movie, so of course it's going to be stupid, and there's no really reason yeah. of nitpicking it yeah, to death. Yeah, exactly. I'll just, I'll, I can just make up a couple just so this isn't a super-duper short episode. Um, in some of, like, so first, I mean, I'm, it wasn't really a dislike. It was just kind of like, really, like where, when they, they, uh, they kind of did like a little montage of all the pranks. He basically delivered almost the exact same line from the office that Jim says, like, when you just list them off back to back, you know. Yeah. 
It doesn't seem that funny. And, I, and they said almost the same, like, when they're cut together like that, it doesn't seem that funny. Yeah, and I, I didn't, it didn't say anything about it in the trivia, but Ed Helms and, I mean, Thomas Middleditch is in a couple episodes, maybe one episode of The Office, right? He's Dwight's brother. Yeah, he's Dwight's younger brother. Um, They had a couple of Office guys in this. I think uh, Stanley, yeah, Stanley's uh, the police officer at the end. Um, yeah. So it might have been a little nod. And that's what I would think, and but, so that's why I didn't really put on a dislike. And then there's just a couple things where things just dragged on a little bit, like the whole shooting him with water, snapping, throwing him with water, snapping, and just kind of yeah, like that, making him. Just that's the that's the book thing. The book does that kind of stuff too. They, oh, they okay. kind of draw out that thing over and over and over in a paragraph. So my first favorite part in line parts from parts and lines was uh, that magnetic door shuts, and they said, "Wow, that's kind of an intense door." And he said. It was a choice between the magnetic door and the music and arts program. I think I made the right yeah. choice. And then he just, like, throws this, uh, the paint can or whatever into the tuba. That's that's how you know uh, that elementary school is in California. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Because, like, seriously, like, the year after I graduated high school was when Arnold Schwarzenegger got elected as governor. Mm-hmm. And that's when, like, they started slashing all these school programs and stuff. Who, who, who needs a tuba? Yeah, he he uh, he terminated get, a lot of school programs. Gotta get to the gotta uh, get to the chopper. No need a tuba. Yeah, that was actually a pretty funny one. I didn't write it down. I just I'm, I almost kind of assumed you would. Um, so my first one is the voice cast is actually really good. I like a lot of the actors who did this. And then I said this is my second time seeing slash hearing Nick Kroll doing a German accent. The first being. The foosball episode of Community. Dude, super good German accent. So good. He is so great in this movie. That invention day on Saturday, and that kid's like, this is the binder binder. It's a giant binder for all your binders. (laughs) (laughs) I chuckled at that one. I like the part where it said, the film is over where they're leaving on Saturday. Yeah. And the credits are are rolling, and it just keeps saying Harold and George, director, executive producers, music, all that stuff yeah yeah i thought that was actually a pretty clever part i was just like okay i see you movie i did like how it was also fairly like kind of meta and they broke the fourth yeah wall a and lot. even that leads into my next one the different styles of animation they do in this like they have the typical like dreamworks style computer animation yeah but then like when they're when he's talking about them being split up in the treehouse, or they're going to be split up in the thing, and it's sock puppets, and it immediately goes into like actual sock puppets acting out everything. Yeah. I thought that was also very well done. I was just like, okay. And I then see it, what breaks back to, it breaks like, back like to it breaks back to the computer generated world um, when he's done when he's screaming about it. And uh, in that sock puppet part, he says that they'll start seeing each other less and less and they'll run run into each other in the mall. You'll have a weird haircut and I'll be wearing a suit for some reason. And they're just like, hey, George. Hey, George. <laughs> <laughs> they're just passing each other on the escalator. I wrote, tossing the old lady into the tree was actually pretty funny. <laughs> when, he w- when he was supposed to, you know, you're like, oh, he's going to pull the cat out somehow. Nope, he just throws the lady <laughs> into the tree with the cat. I was just like, I got a pretty good laugh out of that because I did not see that coming. Um, and... That's when uh, they try to break in to get that little video turtle, and it turns out he's wearing it on his leg like a gun, and he says, "I wear this into the shower," and the tiny turtle's just crying. <laughs> it's got the single <laughs> tear down its cheek. <laughs> yeah. 
There's a lot of things in this I just didn't expect. But, uh, so that a lot of them just caught me off guard and I, you know, found myself yeah. laughing. Which is, you know, a pleasant surprise. You know, I didn't expect to find it really super funny. But anyways, um, my next one is when uh, Professor P starts teaching. He's like, oh, look at this. We got a grade A sucker. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. And I, that kid, that kid was added in for the movie. He wasn't in the the original book, the Jordan Peele's character, because oh, okay. that's who Jordan Peele voices okay. is the little nerd kid that doesn't yeah. think anything's funny. Where he used my line in college, where yeah, like, you're just a regular. It. I don't remember what that kid's name is, but you're just a regular one of those kids. Yeah, I mean he's a regular me because I was saying Pro- that Professor Poopy Pants would have put you in the the toilet brain zapper to you make make everyone think everything's <laughs> funny. The part where they know that they have control over uh, Mr. Krupp, so they show up in those Hawaiian shirts and those shades, and it's just the Oh Yeah by Yellow playing, and all the kids are in slow-mo yeah. saying, like, the Oh Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, me and JC, because of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, uh, we used to sing that, would sing that song when we were, like, in Walmart. Like, like there's one time we were in Walmart, and a dude walked past us and he was in like this Hawaiian shirt and it was buttoned down to like halfway and using like these cut off jean shorts and JC looked at him and I said oh, oh yeah when he walked up and oh, ever since oh. then me and JC have done that uh for the people listening that don't know JC is my younger sister um but yeah we do that anytime we see someone that's like really dressed crazy <laughs> so um yeah it being in this movie made me laugh uh, and all the little kids saying the nice. stuff in slow motion and like getting a drink out of the water and like slowly looking and the one kid pops out of his locker and says beautiful and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really funny. My next one was actually still in that classroom scene with professor P where he brings out that chart of like a kid's brain at the very top. It says brain of Z average child. <laughs> like instead of writing the, he wrote Z E E, you know, with his, German accent. And so I thought that was a very clever little detail. I'm like, okay, I see that. Yeah. And I wrote what he said down uh, about the brain because I thought it was so funny. He said, this is the brain of an average child right here is the thinking about candle candy Lopez, the, the fear of what's (laughs) under the bed lobe. The, this is the only thing I'll eat is pizza, chicken nuggets or buttered noodles. Lobe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, right here is the as soon as some people don't grow it. Right here, this is the as soon as someone else gets a toy, I want that toy anterior lobe. Uh, and this is the <laughs> ha ha guffa chuckalilamus. This is the funny purple part that holds the entire capacity for laughter. For years, I've tried to shrink it out or cut it out entirely, but frustratingly, survival seems dependent on it. Also. David Pilkey, the uh, the author, author of this book, recently said that he was going to stop the production of one of them because of um, questionable depictions of people. A mad scientist German doctor that is interested in operating on brains uh, is, is probably up there, but most people yeah. aren't worried about bad depictions of germans 
but I just kept thinking this dude's like a like a Nazi scientist. All this brain stuff he's talking about, and uh, it just plays well, back to that uh, what they did. And his little flashback scene where he was winning the Nobel Prize, he looked exactly like Albert yeah. Einstein. He had like his hair combed back. He had the fluffy mustache. Like he he was clearly like modeled after. Einstein in that scene for sure. Yeah, and he shrinks that lady and she's like, please accept my apology. Will you turn me back to my regular size now? <laughs> um, go ahead. My last one was Poopy Pants has no gas. Or uh, what? Poopy Pants has no gas. Because, you know, it's when they enlarge the toilet and that's what he <laughs> says. You can't even write like, this stuff. Then, I wrote that. Yeah, I wrote that down stuff. too. And then, <laughs> right after that, you know, the kids like saying like, "Well, we can just, you know," he said some from inspirational quote like, "If you put your mind to it, you could do anything." And then he's like, "That that's just from stupid posters. It comes from enormous energy resources." And I'm like, that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> "When uh, he's poopy pants is freaking out about first of all him getting hit by that car and saying." You just hit Professor Poopy Pants, and that guy goes Poopy Pants and drives off. It's just laughing. Yeah, that uh, that that made me laugh uh, the first time I watched it. And he's freaking out about something. He says I should be protecting baby seals and saying it's a cause that I care for when I actually don't. Oh yeah. <laughs> and another one that was just kind of snuck. In, that little girl comes up to the ice cream truck to ask for uh, ice cream bar, and he says, "Scram, we're closed for Ebola." Yeah, I was gonna write that down too. But. He tells that little kid he has no no sense of humor like a chair or a supermodel. <laughs> and then his full name being Professor P. P. Diarrhea Steen Poopy Pants Esquire. Uh, in the book, he's just Professor P. Poopy Pants. He's not the, got the big long name, but they put that in the movie to just for an extra cheap laugh, I guess. And then I completely forgot about them not showing the actual fight with Captain Underpants and just doing the Fliporama pages, which still I think is funny. Some people might not have enjoyed it as much, but as a person that liked these books as a kid, um, that was perfectly fine. And the the page ripping on accident is perfect because that happened with some of my books where you'd be flipping them and then those cheap, just old scholastic books just down the middle and it would ruin the book. I thought it was funny. Where he was just so in, like, just defendant of those dolphins. He's just like, "Look, man, I like the dolphins." <laughs> yeah. He's basically he's like, "What's up with those dolphins?" Every time he's just, I don't know. It's just I'm riding this. Just put dolphins in it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, the whole scene with uh, the underwear, the underwear world, and the the all the the jet the like escape pods are different versions of toilets and they can't get their kid off yeah. of any of them and they just shoot him by their the waistband of his uh underpants. And then they're yeah. like the kid landed on earth and he was taken in by two dolphin a, a couple dolphin uh dolphin couple. And then the child grew really yeah. fast. And he just boom and he's this big bald dude <laughs> in his underwear. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, Nick Kroll, uh Ed Helms Kevin Hart and Thomas Middleditch, and then uh, Christian Shaw is the 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 lunch lady who was hilarious. Yeah, I I liked the way she did it because like her voice 
it was very obvious to me that it was Kristen Shaw, but it was she didn't just keep her standard voice. She actually changed it up a little bit. Yeah, but uh, they just all did really good, uh, good jobs, good yeah. performances. Uh, they really sound like they're having fun, which is great because sometimes you get movies where people just, you can tell that uh, they're just phoning it in for a paycheck for like a stupid movie. And yeah, DreamWorks um, is notorious for having people with performances like that, where it's just like, yeah, this is Shrek 8 and Mike Myers knows it's going to make him millions of dollars. So he's doing it just to do it type of a thing so uh having a movie where these people like even kevin hart who at the time this is 2017 this dude's all over the i mean he's pretty he's still really all over the place now but at that point in time he was like at the height of his like rock movie with the with the rock fame and yeah. all that stuff you know he could have totally just been like came in read the lines checked out and got paid but he does a very good job in this movie so um yeah all the performances are really good so that's all I have for likes, Jake. Yeah, me too. That was it for okay. me. Okay. Um, so the next one would be, would you recommend this movie to a friend, Jake? Potentially. I mean, if they have ki- kids, definitely. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But probably. I mean, I like, you know, I, I yeah, it's like, I don't have anything else to say. Maybe, probably, potentially. Yeah, that's kind of what I said. I said it's pretty funny. The animation styles that they use throughout are really cool and crisp looking. Um, uh-huh. Another thing with these types of animation movies, they can get to really looking like knockoff Pixar stuff. And this yeah. one really stands by itself versus like a Pixar movie. They make all the characters in this look like the characters that are drawn in the book and everything. And they don't try to like really humanize them like Harold and Harold and George are just kind of little, they've got little tubes with hair. I mean, they're just little cylinder guys. Um, So they didn't try to like really make them over like overly human looking. Uh, Captain Underpants looks like a giant egg. Um, So it's cool that they did it that way instead of, trying to make it more realistic because i think if you're looking if you're looking at a professor poopy pants that looks like a real german scientist instead of this little short pretty much just a head with arms and legs um yeah the the tone of the movie is going to be different and probably not as good yeah um well and when it gets just like too realistic sometimes you can run into that area where they try so hard for it to be realistic, but then it not being realistic enough. So you, then you just get to that uncanny valley. But when you just have an art style like this, where it's clearly not real, you don't have that issue. Where it's just like, ooh, there's something realistic about that, but also something off-putting. You don't have that with this movie. Yeah, because so, all the characters nice. just, they look like cartoons. And that's what this book is. This book yeah. is a big comic book. I mean, it's a comic book in novel form. In... Uh, it needs to be treated as such in a movie uh, instead of being too like grounded in reality with how these people mm-hmm. look. Um, yeah. Does it hold up in 2021? Sure. Yeah. I said the yeah. kids movie is pretty tame. All the humor is pretty much innocent toilet humor. Most, most parents would probably be annoyed with it after one viewing or so. I know 
<laughs> if I sat my dad down and made him watch this, he would say it, he would laugh throughout the movie, and at the end of the movie, he would say that movie was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is most of the time with movies, that's his conclusion of uh, his like assumption or assessment of pretty much any movie I ever make him sit down and watch. It doesn't matter if it's a superhero movie, a scary movie, anything. My dad at the end, that movie was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> once, in a while, once in a while, he'll say the movie was good, but most of the time it's him saying it's stupid. Um, That's hilarious. Rewatchability. Um, I said, I yeah, mean, I mean, I grew up reading these books, and with that fact being out there, this is only the second time I've ever seen this movie. I haven't watched it okay. really. Um, it was one that I've been meaning to revisit because I have it on DVD somewhere at my house. Um, but it's just something that I never just really got around to rewatching. Um, yeah. Other things that out in the world that I hadn't seen that were I would rather watch. Um, it's funny if I had like a, if I had like kids or like younger siblings or something, I would watch it with Amanda. Amanda would love this movie. <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, I would for yeah, me, maybe I mean, rewatch it. I get it. Yeah. For the same reasons why I would like, you know, for why you would rewatch it. It's the same reason why I would rewatch Sonic. Like you have a, a, a history. Yeah. So like, you know, I get that so much. I'm, I'm sorry. I totally cut you off. But... Yeah, Jake. What the heck? End of the podcast. I'm quitting. Well, <laughs> thank you for listening. But having seen this podcast, um, yeah, we ended the show because we got in a small fight over Captain Underpants. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have guessed the movie to end it all? <laughs> so, fun facts, Jake. I, so, uh, let's see. The film went on to be nominated for an Annie Award for Best Voice Acting for Nick Kroll, which is, you know, it's like the first DreamWorks film to have its antagonist nominated since i guess rise of the guardians in 2012 with Jude never Rogers. heard of it you heard of it yeah it's i think there's a bunch i think it's a bird and owl movie if i remember the oh, previous yeah man i would have missed that so bad uh, yeah, no thanks i would have saw i would have saw a preview and then of that in a movie theater or something and then immediately forgot about it i said it released on the 20 on the year uh, released on the year of the book series 20th anniversary so Oh, that's cool. So you mentioned earlier about, you know, Shrek. I think you just mentioned Shrek. um, Which was about, yeah, with the voice acting. And this one was also one where they wanted Chris Farley to play Captain Underpants. Yeah, DreamWorks just wanted Chris Farley real bad. Yeah, they just wanted him in everything. But, you know, from what I'm seeing here, it says the project was shelved and Farley died, but... I mean, that was 1997 Dude, when this bro, book came out. Chris Farley's awesome. I think that would have been a stinker. A live-action movie of this, just for the reasons that we said earlier, is real-life yeah, humans doing it? No thanks. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, Chris Farley would have been hilarious running around in his underwear, but we've seen that on SNL plenty of times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the last DreamWorks animation film to be distributed by 20th Century Fox before Universal Pictures took over. Ooh. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, this one I figured you probably wrote down, but uh, you haven't said it yet, so I'm going to steal it. Weird Al Yankovic, who sings the theme song, is mentioned several times in the source novels, including this first one. So I didn't write that down because I didn't read the book. So I'm just like, okay. But I did like that Weird Al did the song. Jake's big Weird Al fan. Jake's big Weird Al polka fan. She loves loves the polka I stuff. I love the polka songs. Love the, love the polka Al. stuff. And and here's what like <laughs> I, I mean I just love it because it's so different. But also it introduced me to a bunch of different genres and songs because i was like okay so there's that song what does the original sound like i'm like oh okay not bad like we are what was it um what was uh was it system of a down that we were talking about like last year or something like that but i was just it was um yeah maybe probably chop suey huh yeah chop suey yeah uh that's in a, a weird Al polka song and my first hearing of that <laughs> was from the weird Al polka and then <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah so anyways i could yeah um during the so every time i die did a christmas special streaming thing this year uh-huh. and um i didn't get to screen capture it because all i got to watch it once before it went offline but they hired some band out of polka band out of buffalo and the the band covered the song c plus plus will get you killed by every time i die but it was just a polka cover and it was so <laughs> great. <laughs> That's hilarious. The whole song. I thought it was just going to be like a little 30-second bit with this. But it was a full three-minute polka version of C++ Will Get You Killed. Uh, it was hilarious. very funny. Um, this film is centered around Jerome Horwitz Elementary. Jerome Horwitz is the birth name of Curly Howard of the Three Stooges. It's a true fun fact. That is a fun fact. That is a true fun funnest fact. Funnest of facts. I mean, a lot of these ones are just like, this is so-and-so's second or yeah, third I, film. Yeah, I skipped all of those. Or, these two have worked together before. Uh, Let's see. The subtitle for this film says the epic first movie, despite no sequel announced. Uh, this is because the books had subtitles first, second, third, and epic novel. So... There's no sequel planned so far for this series of Captain Underpants. I almost said I, mean, I almost said Captain America again. <laughs> it's a decent standalone uh, movie though, yeah. so it's it's fine. Yeah. So I mean, I don't have any more fun facts that are actually. Um, I got a couple. Um, Nick Kroll's third animated film after Sausage Party and Sing, both of which released in 2016 as well as his first that doesn't begin with the letter S. So thank you, whoever oh. filled that out on IMDb Trivia. It's an interesting fact. If, oh, so I looked at the, like, only half the people found that interesting because you can, you know, vote it. Yeah. Speaking of Sing, apparently that's another film, an animated film where Nick Kroll uses his German accent. Dude, Nick, Nick Kroll is making money off that German accent, man. Seriously. Um, Ed Helms and Leslie David Baker starred in The Office 2005. I only put that one down because we reference The Office pretty much in every episode. Yeah, seriously. Ed Helms and Christian Shaw both have their birthdays on January 24th, with Helms being four years older than Shaw. Happy, nice. happy birthday, guys. Um, birthday. During the Flippo Rama segment, as Harold steps on the book, 
His footprints leave marks that closely resemble the guide areas in the Captain... Uh, I almost said America again. <laughs> Captain Aft- Underpants books in which the reader places their hands in order to flip properly. So, yeah, you had to put your hand, your left hand, you pinned the bottom of the book down, and then it had a thumbprint where you grabbed the page, and then you could, you could flip it. Uh, so it had little cutouts or little dotted lines on the book, and where he stepped on that book is where those two those two little indentions were on the flipperama on the book. That's cool. Yeah, it was a pretty cool. It was a pretty cool book series. Um, it was funny. And then, like I said earlier in the novel, Professor Poopy Pants' full name is Pippy P.P. Poopy Pants. <laughs> Pippy P.P. Poopy Pants. Um, this is changed in the film to even a ruder P.P. Diarrhea Steen Poopy Pants. Just wanted to get a tad bit more racist. <laughs> <laughs> that's not racism jake it's just millennials being sensitive stupid stupid millennials uh and that is all of my fun facts jake yep that's all for me uh for the movie next week we're gonna watch a truly terrible movie it is the follow-up to the hilarious benchwarmers we are gonna watch the Benchwarmers 2. Mm, I don't want to watch it. It is movie. truly terrible, but it does not ruin the legacy of the first film. And it is on currently streaming on Netflix if y'all want to catch that with us. But yeah, I know. So we're gonna, I know I won't. I'll be skipping. We're going to bomb I'm it. I'm going to skip it. We're going to bomb the crap out of that <laughs> next I'm week. Gonna... So it's going to be funny to just trash a movie. We haven't trashed a bad movie in a, in a couple months. So we need to throw in bad movies every now and then. So that's the one we're going to watch. So, okay. This where is. can we be found? Um, we are on all streaming platforms. Um, if you enjoy our show, you can find us on Apple, and on Apple, you can leave us a five star iTunes review, which would be fun. Um, because no one ever leaves us reviews. We're very sad about that. You're gonna if you guys don't leave us reviews, we're gonna end up being like Krupp. Is what's gonna happen? We got one from a couple weeks or a couple months ago. Yeah, a couple months ago. I'll just say, shout out Van Bees. Oh, that's my aunt. That doesn't even count. Hey, somebody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, no, my aunt counts. My aunt, here's one. My aunt Deanna counts. This Jake is the best person ever. Oh, and it's submitted by me. Just kidding. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can leave us a uh five-star itunes review on there that'd be cool um do it or jake's gonna lose his mind he's gonna go crazy i'm gonna go turn into a mean principal um jake's just gonna start running around outside in north dakota in his underwear and a bath towel he's gonna shave his head um people might like that don't i would i would like it i would watch i would i would (laughs) i would scrub um and then me personally or, yeah, me personally can be found on Twitter at Ethan Tyler Wilson and Instagram at Ethan Tyler Wilson. No E and Tyler. What about you, Jake? You can find me at J-A-E-K Spencer on both Twitter and Instagram. And then on the socials for the podcast, you can find us on Twitter in, at Cena's Have You. 
And then you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at HYST Podcast. And yeah. until next time, where we watch a movie that Jake says is really bad and I'm not going to enjoy. Um, I'm Ethan, here to tell you to stay safe, be nice to, you know, be excellent to each other, and party on, dudes. What about you, Jake? Yeah. What do you say, Jake? Same. Whatever, dude. <laughs> All right, man. Stream close up? Just kidding. <laughs> Whoa! All right, Jake. Bye. Bye.